Hey there, this is Tom with OurWalkingChrist.com, giving you another daily walk. Um, today I wanted to talk about life in Corinth. Life in Corinth. So, I've had this little sticky note on my desk for quite a long time, um, talking about uh, just a little little title there. And I think I probably wrote it a few months ago when the Supreme Court came down and, and uh, said that, that gay marriage is a constitutionally protected right. And then all of these Christians were jumping down and, ah, this is horrible, our country's in a landslide, and all this is, you know, and, and from a Christian perspective, if you are a Christian, you better not be uh, wanting to get married to somebody of the same sex. This gay Christianity is not a biblical thing. But if you're a pagan, I can't force my religion on you. You have not accepted my Jesus. I'm not going to pretend. So I'm kind of not going to get involved in the debate other than to say what's in this video here. When Paul wrote to Corinth, and we know, I mean, we have the record of two of those letters. We think there was probably at least a third because 1 Corinthians in the Bible does appear to be a response to something um, we're not sure if he wrote something else beforehand. And of, of course, if you look at the um, New Testament Apocrypha, um, you see the letters of Clement. Uh, Clement was also writing from Corinth as well. And so there's certainly some elements in there that, uh, uh, that also bear some weight. But understand this. At that time in Corinth, homosexuality was, was a way of life. It really was. Um, uh, and by that, what I mean is, um, you know, there were the uh, the pagan sex cults. You could just get in. Like, the way you worshipped is you went in, you bought the temple prostitute, you had sex with the temple prostitute before, uh, before the altar. And that's kind of how things went. Now, we're not that bad yet in America. Now, if things keep on going the way they're going, I can kind of foresee that's probably in our future. Um, we're getting to the point where... You know, now you can even show some partial nudity on primetime television. You couldn't do that when I was a kid. In fact, going back at the trends, um, uh, this, uh, the band Kingston Trio had this highly controversial song. It was Greenback Dollar. What made the song so controversial is they had the word damn. That's right, I said a swear word on a Christian station. Okay, but they had the word damn. And that word, you couldn't play that on the radio. Kingston Trio did it. It caused big controversy because it's one of their most popular songs, yet it really wasn't played a whole lot because of that whole, whole issue. Now our culture has gone so far that you can even do some of the words that George Carlin had on his famous seven words you can never say on television skit. You can say some of those now on television without being an exclusive subscribe channel or past 10 p.m. So there's definitely some coarsening in our culture. And I think that we're getting to a time when the lifestyle of Corinth may very well be a part of the American lifestyle. But all that being said... The Christians need to stop being offended that the non-Christian people upon their country passed a law to say, hey, we're not going to accept, uh, you know, accept um, homosexuality in our culture. Well, 
If you haven't noticed, America has not been a, quote, Christian nation for a long time. We need to stop pretending that it is. We need to stop pretending that it is. And we need to stop trying to force our Christian rules on the nation. Instead, we should be living pure lives so that we are always ready to give a defense for the hope that is within us. So as Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians, and I believe it was chapter 5 or chapter 6, when he's giving this list of people who will not uh, inherit the kingdom of heaven, and it says homosexuals. Now, of course, the NIV controversially wrote practicing homosexuals. Um, The uh, King James, I believe, used the word sodomite. Um, NASB is my preferred translation. It just says homosexuals. It says homosexuals do not inherit the kingdom of heaven. But you have been washed. You have been purified. You have been sanctified, is what the text goes on to say. And uh, with that being said, we ought not to be concerned about does our culture allow homosexuality or not. We ought not even really be concerned if some pagan cult happens to sprout up downtown our city where you can go in and buy a temple prostitute. We don't need to be concerned about that. We as Christians need to stand up and preach the true Jesus, the one crucified uh, crucified for our sins. Not a Jesus that came to make bad people good, but a Jesus that came to make dead people live. And that really is what we need to do. So we ought not be concerned about the the now constitutional allowance of homosexual marriage in the church. We instead need to be focused on teaching people in the church what Jesus actually calls us to live by. And in Ephesians, Paul writes, walk no longer as the Gentiles walk in the futility of their minds. And that ultimately is what we need to do. We need to focus really on uh, on Christ and on living as Christ would call us to live. We ought not be so concerned about what the pagans around us are doing We need to focus on living for Jesus. Get into your scriptures. Get into your prayer closet. Transform your life. Realize that Jesus gave us this this invitation where we were, but also realize he never expected us to stay there. This has been Tom with A Daily Walk. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.